Welcome to the Location Technology Podcast from Corpa, bringing you everything you need to know about all things location. Find out more at corpa.com forward slash podcast. Okay, so hello everybody and welcome to another episode of our Location Technology Podcast, where today we're going to be discussing uh, some of the predictions for 2022. I'm joined here today by our Chief Sales Officer, Thomas Hasselman. So Thomas, if you want to introduce yourself and um, tell us a bit more. Sure, thanks Jesse, and thanks for having me here. Yeah, I'm, uh, I think it's, I joined Coop uh, already soon nine years ago, so I've seen the the emergence of, of indoor location services over the years, the trends, how predictions have happened or not happened. And uh, I dare to say that this this is an exciting time we're living in. Uh, I probably said it every year, but now we are on the brink or we have crossed, I think, the chasm to some extent to see really indoor location services being taken into use in, in a large scale and also in several uh, industry verticals. So. Truly exciting to see where 22 will take us. So you're in the best position to be able to give us some accurate predictions, I guess. For sure I am. <laughs> Indeed. Perfect. All right, so I've got a couple of uh, discussion points here that we can, we can talk about today. Um, so obviously we can't really talk about location technology without again mentioning COVID and over the last uh, over the last couple of years we've seen a massive uptake in uh, social distancing and contact tracing and that's kind of fit very uh, naturally into location technology as a whole and we've definitely seen it as well but obviously COVID is not going to last forever so as we are uh, transitioning out of the period of COVID what do you think is going to be important for uh, these like bigger customers or or any size customer really who have kind of installed the location technology within their facilities or their their work premises? Uh, what can it do for them in the future? Mm, sure, yeah, and no, I think uh, all, all the bad COVID brought. Uh, it, it, there are also some good things, especially what comes to the acceptance of of of, 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 of providing the location of of human beings and. Uh, helping to ensure the safety of, of workers or, or visitors in, in, in different environments. So that accept, acceptance has, has opened the eyes for many enterprises to see that, okay, sure enough, we can provide safety, but we can, provide, we can also provide other things with, with, with the location, for example. Um, more be, become more efficient in our operations. Uh, we can maybe ensure that the quality of what we do by being able to track or position assets and people uh, and the combination of those two. So ent- enterprises have definitely gone through a learning curve here also what comes to what technology to adopt for, for the different use cases. Let's go back to the to contact tracing and, and uh, social distancing where we've really been. Um, the market has, has very much taken into use uh, the, the point solution approach here. So now I need something to to make sure uh, workers are not too close to each other. So I will buy a social distancing solution from somebody. Then the hunger increases and you want to ensure that you can also provide the, 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 the tracking information about where these, uh, uh, these points of, of contact has taken place, be able to ensure that, for example, certain areas have, have, have been cleaned or sanitized. So that immediately comes with more requirements that you only don't need to know the the, the relevant, uh, or, or, or let's say, the, the, the distance between two, two human beings, but also where those human beings have been. So that, of course, increases the demand for having tracing or, or, or positioning 
in, in, in throughout the premises of, of where you are operating. Uh, I would say also that uh, enterprises see that that when they do this, it, it usually means it comes with with the demand to have something that can truly be scalable in, 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 in throughout the premises and the environment within the, the domain where you are operating. I mean, let's take a warehouse, for example. You have, you have office space, you have the large out, uh, indoor warehouse space, and you even have outdoor space. And if you have a, then a platform that actually can provide the same level of tracking throughout these different environments, that's what's required nowadays. It's not that you only do it in, in certain areas. Um, in some of the use cases, then the enterprises will look at, okay, fine, I need to be able to track tags, physical tags that are attached to assets uh, in this area. Whereas in some areas, it's about tracking smartphones. So you need to have the interoperability between uh, devices of different kinds with your tracking uh, solution. So inter interoperability and, and, and open standard platform is, is, is like one of the things on the wish list when you go for an RTLS platform. If I continue a bit further there, I mean, so many enterprises have also seen the need to, to sort of really um, uh, select a platform that, that truly is open. And what, I, what that means is that they've, they've seen the, the, the risk of, of being locked into a certain technology or even to a certain vendor only. And, and that, of course, leaves out the chance to pick the best in breed products that, that would be needed in order to fulfill your use cases. So they really want something that can actually, as I said, interoperability and again being able to pick the best type of products, being it then tags or or, or, or some, some computing devices that they need to track, like scanners for example. Uh, I would say that uh, what this year will show is it's much larger adoption of, of indoor location services and it's not only across what we typically are thinking about like uh, asset tracking in warehouses but it's also in the smart building space so there's the, the demand to ensure the worker safety the return to the offices the 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 the, the fluentness of, of a worker in an office finding the right product being it the printer or, or a colleague or a meeting room or, or, or a clean desk that is safe to work at. It, it has really put the need for location uh, on the map of, of, of when building buildings and offices like that. And, and uh, the, the, the environments like hospitals, they have already always had the need to, to locate patients, nurses, um, mobile devices. But that has even gone beyond that now that now they really need to know to, uh, to very high accuracy where somebody is, for example, just to ensure that hands are washed when they should be washed. There are very strict requirements, for example, of hand hygiene uh, compliance in hospitals. And if that isn't met, the, the risk of the, the hospital bug spreading is, 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 is not going to be uh, uh, decreased. So yes, horizontal platform with a the, with the high, high degree of accuracy and reliability and being able to scale it beyond beyond one site to several sites to thousands of tracked objects is really what the enterprises are having on their on their wish list when, when, when investing into RTLS. Fantastic. That sounds great. So exciting things coming coming up in the next year. Um, 
we do see a lot more uh, a lot more projects using RTLS and location-based services and uh, as they move forward and kind of mature into the proof of concept phase and like you were just mentioning the scale of scalability of being able to roll these out uh, in mass scale it's going to be really important for for especially larger companies um, but what are what are those things that they, those bigger companies are really looking to to seek from an RTLS system so uh, I've got a couple of, as you just mentioned, actually, that having an open platform, so having no vendor lock-in could be uh, one of those things. But what do you foresee in the future being the, the main uh, things that these big companies are looking for at scale? You said it there, at scale. That's really what they're looking for. Um, I still remember a partner of ours uh, uh, who, who entered the smart office market and selected then Coupa as their RTLS vendor for, for providing indoor positioning in, in offices. His quote was that anybody can provide a, a well-performing, nice demo in, in a small controlled environment, but only Coupa can do it in, in large scale, meaning multi-floor buildings, uh, large open atrium spaces, a lot of metal, a lot of glass. That's what you need to be able to do, because just proving that, that the positioning is working in, 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 a, in a small part of a, of a, of a, of a of a building, for example, ain't gonna solve your problems. And I think this, the scaling is, is not only a matter of, of, of how large the space is or how many assets or, or you're tracking. It it's really goes through the whole process of, of deploying the system. Any, everything from scoping the project to planning it, to commissioning it, not to mention deploying it, all the way then to once it's deployed and running to, to having a, a constant, continuous monitoring of the, of the system. That's enterprise-level RTLS. That's what's needed. It's not enough to, to be able to, to just provide location for time being and see that it works. It has to work year after year across several sites. And, and, and that, of course, then uh, you inevitably come to the point where you need to, to think about, can I control all this from a centralized view? And, and cloud architecture is something that, that this year is, is de definitely coming into the picture also in the RTLS space, that you can really manage all your sites, through either through a public or private cloud, but you need to be able to do that, uh, to, to run it, run your operations cost efficiently and without, without uh, um, causing degradation in performance, for example. Sure. And I think one of the other things that you mentioned earlier was um, using kind of li different location technologies, becoming a, a scalable platform where um, not only do you take the, the location data that we produce for using a Gorpa system, but potentially uh, from other types of systems as well, and actually being able to integra integrate that directly into the existing building management system or whatever kind of software or ERP system that these companies are using. So this kind of opens up the, the whole hybrid RTLS. So do you, think, uh, do you think hybrid RTLS is something that we would see more of this year? Definitely, um, it's the need for hybrid location information or hybrid RTLS. It comes through many of the use cases. One of the one of the ones where, where we're seeing it more more and more is is you have needs to do certain level of, of accurate tracking within certain spaces, uh, but in other spaces, then the need need for accuracy increases. You could just take uh, inventory management in a warehouse. You just need to know that how many pallets are in this room. For that, you don't need a highly accurate positioning system. 
you need to just know how many pallets are here. You, then again, you might need to know at, at the loading bay that at which loading bay do we have now those pallets that needs to leave the premises. Even there, you don't need to go to sub-meter accuracy. You need to have a, 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 an approximate understanding of where those pallets are by which loading bay. So there again, you're, you're, you're a bit more accurate than with the, with, the, with, with the inventory management needs, but not yet in, in a, in a sub-meter tracking uh, environment. But then again, you need to maybe navigate the, the forklift driver through the, through the warehouse to, with, with an optimized picking order. Uh, for all the, the goods he needs to provide. And there he needs to be guided with very accurate positioning and, and not only accurate, but also in real time. He, he, so the, the, the hybrid need comes through having a system that actually can cater for all these different levels of position or, or accuracy and, and latency. And, uh, and that is something that uh, the market has seen uh, that, it, that is needed. And it's also something that this year we will see much more happening also at Coupa, really being able to cater for, for the different levels of, of, of performance needed with just within just one physical space. Sure. And th- there was a couple of things there, actually, that I wanted to pick up on. One, one was uh, not necessarily having to uh, know exactly in real time where every single asset is. And this is uh, something that I have found, at least, when I, whenever I'm having a look at any kind of research. Or, or the, the customer requirements are often that they need a real-time locating system. But the interesting thing is they don't need it to actually be real-time all the time. They only need it to be real-time when they're looking for that asset. So it, almost it could be switched off until that moment when you actually need it in order to show you where that pallet is or where the inventory might be within your facility. So it kind of really, really depends. But this is this is not only uh, indoors, but also it could be outdoors as well. So kind of combining different technologies together to uh, give like that seamless experience throughout indoor and outdoor environments. Oh yeah, indeed. Um, the indoor, outdoor seamless experience is something that you typically think about the from the consumer space that you should be able to navigate to the shopping mall and then when you enter the shopping mall you 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 are seamlessly navigated to to your to, to, to the store or to the to the point of interest that you, you are going to but already in the enterprise world this is the need to be able to track assets both in 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 the warehouses or in the assembly halls uh, are extended beyond that to the outdoor spaces uh, and, and this demand is, is something that can't necessarily be catered for with the, with, with the satellite information, so with the GNSS systems, but it needs to go find an alternative way there. Uh, and there are technologies like LoRa, for example, that, that nicely complements um, the indoor technologies provided today with, with low-power low uh, systems that, 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 can be, that can provide that outdoor part of, of the equation. And, and what we see in, in, in 2022 is uh, how this is, is, uh, is catered for is very much through technology partnerships. So at Coupa already, we, we have several partnerships with companies who provide the outdoor piece where we combine it with the, with, with the indoor piece from Coupa. And, and that is done typically in the what I would call the core RTLS, core of the RTLS. So it's not something we leave to the system integrators to figure out how to do, but we, we do it to some extent together with our partners. Being then in physical hardware tags, for example, with, with multi-mode functionality, so they can both do 
LoRa positioning outdoors and then switch over to, to, to angle arrival Bluetooth based uh, positioning when, when entering uh, the premises. So much more around hybrid RTLS in, in, in 22 uh, is, is something to be expected. Yeah, and uh, maybe a good example um, or example case to talk about would be uh, like uh, fleet management for cars. So in an import-export business, when you're importing 100 white, insert car brand name here, uh, you know, you don't necessarily know where they are in, in, in the yard. So it would technically be like a yard management system, but it would also work in a showroom scenario. And it's kind of trying to bring those thousands and thousands of uh, vehicles that you would have on a, on a parking lot somewhere and then seamlessly be able to track that inside as they go through and customers pick them up or they're delivered to other companies or exactly. something like that. Exactly. Okay, I've got uh, I've got one more point here that we could uh, go through. So we, we spoke about the, the scalability and the sustainability that these uh, RTLS systems need to uh, need to adopt for the future. So where do you see are the, the challenges, um, especially when we refer to like non-greenfield projects which require uh, like either retrofitting uh, infrastructure or, or something like that? Where, where do you see the biggest challenges there? Yeah, I mean, the, the, as you said, the, for, for brownfield cases or existing buildings or, or warehouses or, or hospitals, or, the need, the, the, the retrofitting or the upgradability to a to a enterprise grade RTLS system comes with the cost. Let's be honest here. So you, you 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 do need to run a a, uh, a cabling system. You need to install an infrastructure that actually provides that enterprise level positioning that that your use cases will demand. In the earlier days, this was tried to to be catered for by by using, for example, beacon technology that that that. Uh, is installed wirelessly and, 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 and you plug the, 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 the beacons to the spaces where you need to find get the position. But it was pretty soon inevitable that the, the running operational cost for, for, for maintaining this system was, was, was unsustainable uh, and, and also the, the demand for, for a higher level of accuracy was, was clear that it, what these this systems couldn't support. So yes, the, we have addressed and in 22 you will see this year you will see several initiatives to bring down the cost of, 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 of the initial deployment of uh, a, an RTLS system. If I mention only a few of those initiatives, one is of course to be able to, to, to learn from your mistakes, meaning that you, you really provide professional services that can help optimize your system architecture and even your, your deployment process. And, and that can already bring down the cost uh, with a significant factor. Getting it right the first Getting time. Getting right the first time yeah. because it, it's just double the cost if you, if you do it wrong. Uh, we're also introducing into our own portfolio uh, complementary networking equipment that can actually bring down, the, the for example, the cabling cost uh, with, with the factor of, of 10. Um, using... Um, extenders in the ceiling that are passive and can actually provide extended star configurations for, 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 for your locators that, that, that you deploy. Or why not uh, utilizing the, the power lines in, in, in your lighting infrastructure to also run the, the, the location data through the power lines. So these are a few examples of how, how deployments are being done nowadays and, and much more in scale in 2022 when, when, when our partners are, are, are rolling out systems. And uh, f 
for certain areas, uh, leaving out the cabling is, is an option. So you can wirelessly connect to, to the, to the backhaul back systems uh, by using different radio technologies from, from Bluetooth, Wi-Fi, all the way to 4G, 5G. And, and this is something we're working together with partners on that uh, having the right right options available, especially outdoors when, when you do have maybe the, 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 the locators um, installed in, in light poles or in, in some, some rooftop, uh, edge of the rooftops to provide the outdoor location tracking. Those are more tricky to provide, to connect with the cable. So you might use, you might use some wireless connectivity there. Nice. And actually there was a, there was an example that I heard of uh, the other day where, um, just to put into context for some people, imagine if you have a huge facility and you're running 10,000 uh, tagged assets. If the battery life runs out after two years, let's say, to replace the batteries for 10,000 tags is a considerable effort, not just in the cost of the replacement batteries, but in the actual work that it would take to do that. So. Yeah, I think it, it would be good for us to stay tuned this year to see what uh, what Coupa has in store for for some of these um, reducing the deployment cost issues. Exactly, so, yeah. exactly. More to follow. More to follow. Well, perfect. Thank you so much for joining us on this podcast, Thomas. And um, I hope to see you again on the next one. Thank you. I enjoyed it. Thank you.